0: Welcome to the Two Degrees Hotter podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie.
1: And we're two recent college graduates navigating young adult life in Boston, documenting it for you along the way.
0: From college advice to post-grad problems, we're here to open the conversation of what it's like to be a 20-something, just figuring it out.
1: We're excited you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you like to listen. And we hope you enjoy this podcast.
0: Hello and welcome back to a very exciting episode of Two Degrees Hotter. How is everyone doing today?
1: Well, I am just so excited for this episode. It's going to be a passionate one for sure.
0: We've referenced doing this episode like somewhat jokingly a few times, but we mm-hmm. just really unironically wanted to share our Trader Joe's favorites with everybody. Yeah. Um, we I feel like we would not consider ourselves Trader Joe's amateurs by any means. No, not at all. We we know our way around a Trader Joe's. Yeah, we have decent experience, decent scientific method to back up <laughs> these uh, these suggestions here. So, we're going to go through every category of the store, give you our recommendations. So, if you've never been to a Trader Joe's, now's the time. Get our list down. Yep. Grab a pen in there. and paper. Take notes. <laughs> And if you live in a state without a Trader Joe's, which I don't think there's many states without Trader Joe's, but if you happen to be one of those unfortunate souls, this episode is useless and I'm really sorry. But you can still listen to the segments. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, So speaking of the segments, do you want to kick us off with a little bit of what's going on in your life?
0: Sure. The Week in Review. Ooh. So I wanted to share um, an interesting little tidbit of information that I learned recently. So when we're recording this, we're still very much in the height of the social media silencing Black Lives Matter movement. Um, And by the time we post this, maybe that subsided a bit. I hope not. But I wanted to bring this up um, just in case to kind of keep the conversation going. So this is all based off an Instagram post from an account called Aya Samadhi. And um, she, even if you don't buy into astrology, I think this is a really interesting coincidence to consider. So I just wanted to throw it in here. So Saturn is in Aquarius for the first time since 1994. And the last time it was in Aquarius was, um, like I mentioned, in 1994, starting in 1991. And during that three-year span, the murder of Rodney King happened and sparked um, racial riots all over L.A., and then the time before that was 1962 to 1964, which was the civil rights era. So I just think that goes to show that the universe has us set up for some really drastic social change. And I hope that's true. And I hope that can provide some comfort for you guys, because that was really comforting for me to see that kind of we're aligned for this um, this type of movement right now. So yeah, I just thought that was pretty interesting. And um, she ended off her post by saying, humanity has a special connection to the stars. Tap in. So just thought I would share that. What about you, yeah. Kylie? Um, so
1: my mine also kind of feeds off of the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think this episode is coming out at the beginning of July. But as we're recording this, it is June. So it's Pride Month. And one of the foundations that I've seen kind of floating around on social media is something called the Okra Project. So I looked into them and they actually help provide home-cooked meals to Black trans people. So they, you know, send private chefs into the homes of Black trans people so that they can get a home-cooked meal. And then if um, they're working with someone who's experiencing homelessness, they arrange services for those people to get meals and food because um, obviously they don't have the same access to, like, a kitchen or anything like that, but they still deserve food, so they work with that. Um and yeah, I just, I thought it sounded like a really, really great organization, especially with it being Pride Month, um, kind of that double whammy of supporting Black lives and also supporting the LGBTQ community. And yeah, definitely check it out if you have the means and can donate. Um, please do. If not, you can share it. And hopefully someone that, can, you know, does feel comfortable to donate or is in a position where they can donate can do that so that they can
0: keep doing their incredible services. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome initiative. Um, did you say they're based in like a specific place? Um, I believe they're nationwide. Let me look it up. It doesn't seem
1: like it specifies. So, if anyone listening knows that they are based somewhere, feel free to to pop into the suggestion box and correct me otherwise, but it looks like they um have locations kind of throughout
0: the country, cool. To, be able to help. Yeah, love it. Um. So from a more personal standpoint, this week this is like super weird, but I just thought I would mention it because I'm honestly curious if I'm the only one that had a phase like this. Um. But I was really, really obsessed with The Great Gatsby when it first came out, like the new version of the movie, also the book. I've read the book, obviously. Um. But when the updated movie came out in like 2013, the Baz Luhrmann version, um, I was like extremely obsessed with it and especially the soundtrack because it is objectively like an amazing soundtrack. Even now, I would say it's an amazing soundtrack. Um, And somehow I just came across it again and I've been listening to it a lot. And I think like the combination of being in my childhood home and then listening to a soundtrack that I loved like freshman year of high school has just like made me very nostalgic. Um, So kind of weird. I don't know if anyone else had like a great Gatsby phase. It literally might just be me, but that soundtrack is honestly iconic. Um, I know we're not standing Lana Del Rey right now because she's made some ignorant comments, but Young and Beautiful, the orchestral version, changed my life. Um,
1: (laughs) So yeah, I'll
0: I'll leave it at that.
1: (laughs) Um, I have two asides in response to that. Number one, I just saw The Ochre Project is based in New York City.
0: Okay. So, okay. to
1: clarify that. Number two, bringing up the Great Gatsby soundtrack is a perfect segue to say that <laughs> I got some backlash for our Celebrity Crush episode that we didn't include Leonardo DiCaprio on our list. And I think this is us saying we see Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah,
0: that was a we mistake. We love... <laughs> especially because he's a climate activist. I'll actually have you know, I wrote a paper on Leonardo DiCaprio for an advanced writing class in college. Um, we had to cover like, I don't even remember what it was. It was like a public figure that did something beyond their like traditional role or something like that. So um, of course I covered Leonardo DiCaprio speaking at the UN and writing um, his documentary. So great guy. We really slept on him. Huge apologies. Um <laughs> But the soundtrack is a bop. It's so good. And, like, like, I'm curious to see how it ages, like, because if, I don't know if you've seen other Baz Luhrmann movies, but I his haven't. his theme is that he, like, modernizes the story he's telling, essentially, like, through little ways, like, the soundtrack and, um, like, some cultural things. And so he did um, another Leonardo DiCaprio movie. He did um, uh, Romeo and Juliet in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, the when you watch it now, like, I'm sorry, it's, like, so cringe. Like like it's yeah. so bad. Everyone has like grills and like horrible clothes and like instead of um the families it's like gangs. Like it's just it's it's weird, it's bizarre. So I really hope Gatsby doesn't age like that, which like it might. But for now, listen to some Lana, some FloMo, some yeah. Jay-Z. It's great. Some a little party, never yeah. kill
1: nobody. Amazing. Um so for me, as we are recording this, this is kind of my last week of you know not being a, a working girl. A vacation I don't think you talked about this yet. Have I not? I don't think so. Oh, surprise! Um, I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> Super exciting stuff. Um, no, I talked about how I wasn't sure what my working situation was in the past, and. Thankfully I had worked in a summer internship last summer that I was hoping and planning to come back to this coming summer, but then with the pandemic, I wasn't sure if they were going to be able to take me back and it turns out that they could. So I'm starting remotely to work for them um at the beginning of next week, which is really exciting. So I technically got like delayed a month, I wanna say. Yeah. Which in hindsight is Not bad at all. I mean, I'm very lucky to be going back and working there anyways, because I know not everyone is as fortunate. Um, But yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm trying to like relish in, you know, relaxing and like not having a schedule. But at the same time, I'm just so excited to have a schedule because I'm just very much that type of person. Like I feel very lost when I don't have things to do. Mm hmm. For an extended period of time, like I can take a week or mm-hmm. two weeks and like enjoy and relax, but it's, I'm going on almost a month and a half now of having nothing to do and I'm kind of going crazy. So I'm very excited to be back working and obviously since I've worked there in the past and I'm going back, I like the job a lot. I like the people that I work with a lot, so I'm excited to see all of them at least
0: virtually and Catch up and get back to work. Get ready for Zoom's galore, Kylie.
1: (laughs) So many I can't wait to wear sweatpants on the bottoms,
0: button-ups on the top. Am I right? (laughs) It's literally what I do every day. So it's really a time. Um, but yeah, that's great. Happy for you, pal. Oh T Y. We'll both be working girls. Nice little coordinated (laughs) podcast schedule.
1: Yeah, we'll transition to nighttime uh recordings. Well, Mm -hmm. actually we're recording this at night, but so I'm um, planning on drinking wine because I feel like that's what an adult
0: does at the okay. end of the work day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I respect it. Um. So let's get into our favorites. Yes. So my favorite this week is a new Netflix show. I don't... Well, new to me. I don't know if it's actually super new. I think it's relatively new. Um, But it's one of those, like, limited series. So there's, like, seven episodes and that's it. Um, And it's called Hollywood. So the premise is that it's, like, post-war Hollywood. (laughs) Checks out. Um, And everyone is there, like, trying to make it. And there is a gas station that doubles as, like, essentially, like, a prostitution ring. (laughs) So basically, like... Um, elite men and women will like pull up to this gas station and appear that they're getting gas, but they'll actually have like the gas station attendants hop in their car and like go to a hotel somewhere. And so those people end up like holding a lot of power and like helping the gas station attendants with getting some acting roles. It's really like an interesting show. Um, And I really like the fashion and like the glamour of it all. So I would highly suggest I'm not finished with it yet. I have two episodes left, but it's been really good.
1: Yeah, I saw this, uh, I haven't seen the actual show, but I saw this on Netflix. So I think it's by the same guys that did American
0: Horror Story. Oh, I don't know, maybe. There's like mm-hmm. a couple, I think there's a couple of characters that overlap, a couple of the actors. Yeah, they tend to do
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm a huge American Horror Story fan, um, so I was very intrigued. So I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'd recommend.
0: It's like a pretty quick watch, because there's only okay. seven episodes, so.
1: yeah. Cool. I'll definitely add that to the list. Um, so for me, I at this time have only like ten pages left. So by the time this episode is up, I will be finished. But I have been reading a book called *The Fire Next Time* by James Baldwin. It is a super short read. I think the book is like a hundred pages or something like that. I got it on my iPad through Apple Books, so I'm not sure if that like changes the page number at all. Um, But essentially it is two essays that James Baldwin wrote. One of them is a letter to his nephew about like growing up as a black man in America. And then the second one is like almost his um, struggle and debate with religion as a black man in America because it seems as though like a lot of black churches at least at the time the book came out in 1962 I don't know if I said that um but at the time you know the black community kind of viewed their church under like a black god because the white god could have never like done Mm -hmm. the horrible like oppressive things that they faced to them if that makes sense and he's kind of trying to grapple with you know the idea that if the black community wants equality so bad like kind of, like, where do white people, are they really the evil? Are there some that are good? Like, what can happen? And obviously, if it came out in 1962, that was at the very beginning Mm
0: -hmm. of the
1: civil rights era. So it's just, it's very interesting. Um, I'm not a super religious person. So if I'm honest, some of the, like, religious allusions and things like that go a bit over my head, because I'm just not familiar. But I think the overall, like, heart of the book is very important, because they're, there has been a lot of progress since the civil rights movement, but I think something that we've all come to a conclusion of is that there has not been nearly enough Mm -hmm. and reading this kind of really solidifies that because there's just so many moments where he's describing something and it sounds like 2020, but he's writing from 1962. So it's like,
0: yeah, interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So definitely, like I said, it's super short. I saw it recommended a ton. Um, especially at the very beginning of uh, this movement or the resurgence of this movement, I should say. And yeah, it's like I said, a quick read. Hopefully if you are a bit more religious, it kind of touches you a bit more in that sense. But I think anyone reading it will see those little moments of, Oh wait, we, we do have a lot more work to do and kind of just solidify that.
0: Yeah. Cool. That makes me wish I had like an iPad or a Kindle or something because I'm trying not to order from Amazon because of everything that's been going on and all the recommendations to like try to order your books from Black businesses and things like that. Um, But it's nice that like you can have it so instant available. Yeah, and I would definitely recommend if you're interested in doing um,
1: any sort of Black history anti-racist reading to order from Black-owned bookstores. Mm -hmm. I got this at, like, the very, very beginning when I was like, okay, we're buckling down and we're continuing to educate ourselves and kind of that, like, instantaneous factor of it. I was like, cool, I can just have this to read. But,
0: yeah. Cool, cool. All right, let's shift gears and get into our main episode content, Trader Joe's. Woohoo! I'm so excited.
1: Um, I will say... One thing that I think is important to note before we get into this list is that Anya and I are both vegetarian. I feel like mm-hmm. Elle Woods when she's like, We're both Gemini vegetarians. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember that. When she's introducing herself at like oh. all the little like icebreakers, she's like, I'm Elle Woods, this is Bruiser Woods, we're both Gemini vegetarians. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Wait, that sounds like me. How come I don't remember that? I'm a
1: Scorpio, by the way. <laughs> I'm a Libra, so <laughs> we are not the same star sign. Alma. Um but yeah, so you will not find any meat items on this list. So if you're looking for a meat item, you're just going to have to google it. Sorry.
0: I can try to brainstorm like some family faves, but I can't I can't, even, I can't personally recommend.
1: Yeah, I cuz I don't think I went to a Trader Joe's for the first time until after
0: I was vegetarian. So I don't even know That's crazy that you only recent like that recently got into yeah, it. Yeah, college. Yeah, no, like my family's always shopped at Trader Joe's, but I never truly appreciated until I did my own grocery shopping, obviously. Yeah. But hey, it's never too late. Let's get into the reasons why we love Trader Joe's. So (laughs) first of all, she's affordable. Some might say cheap AF, like (laughs) truly, especially compared to like Whole Foods. I feel like a lot of people place Whole Foods and Trader Joe's in the same category, but like you really shouldn't, like they're not very similar at all. Like Whole Foods is very like, well, I mean, I guess they're kind of similar. Like they both have kind of like organic offerings and things like that. But Whole Foods is a much more health conscious store. Like just because something's at Trader Joe's doesn't automatically mean it's healthy by any means. Yeah. Um, but it just has like much more unique stuff. Like I don't, I don't, I never understood like the the Whole Foods comparing because I really don't think they're that similar at all.
1: Yeah, I think it's just because they're like
0: boutique. I think
1: boutiquey and like Trader Joe's kind of does have like a health persona yeah around it even like it's very easy to eat healthy Trader Joe's don't get me wrong but it's also very easy to eat unhealthy from Trader Joe's as you'll learn from our list
0: just their like organic stuff the, the price differences just like aren't as crazy like with organic pasta for example it'll be like 30 cents more than the regular pasta not like four dollars more you know so yeah. that's like my yeah. only real observation on that front but um yeah so she's affordable um she's really She, I guess he's a he. Um, (laughs) True. He. Um, Really easy meals for college students. So, like, all of their frozen stuff is decently, yeah, like, decently healthy for frozen stuff. They're not, like, loaded with sodium like a lot of other frozen meals. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, really easy, um, really quick. Affordable
1: still.
0: (laughs) Yep. And then also, we touched on this a little, but, like, unique. Like, they just have such cool Items that like you won't find anywhere else. So if we haven't convinced you.
1: I don't know what will, but we'll get into the list and hopefully by the end you are running to your nearest Trader (laughs) Joe's.
0: I guess we can like outline the order we're going to go into in case you want to like skip to a specific section or something. So we're going to talk produce, bakery, refrigerated section, frozen section, seasonings, snacks, sweets and candy, plants and flowers, drinks, alcohol toiletries and other whoo a lot on the agenda today
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's hop right into produce shall we let's do it so the first item i wanted to put on here are the teeny tiny avocados and that is actually what they're called they come in a little bag um and i don't know if it's like always the same number of avocados or if it's like a weight thing but basically they're just like smaller than usual avocados which I really like because they ripen a lot faster and like I'll use one for a given serving instead of having to like save the half. I just use like a whole teeny tiny one and it's great.
1: Yeah, I avocados are just the worst store. So having them like smaller so you can just Mm -hmm. use the whole avocado if you're like a half avocado type of type of gal is nice. But going off of that, I recommend I don't know if this is what they're actually called. But I called them the teeny tiny potatoes. And they also come just like in a little bag. It's like a blue um, uh, like sticker or sign for them. And they are exactly what that sounds like. Just like the small little russet potatoes. And Mm -hmm. I like those because sometimes you just don't want a whole potato. Or sometimes you want to eat three potatoes but not like three whole size potatoes.
0: A whole potato is a commitment in like every regard. Like it's a commitment to cook. It's a commitment to eat. I understand that.
1: So these I got them especially when I was at school like actually all the time and I would just take three of the tiny ones and chop them up and put a bunch of seasoning on them and throw them in my air fryer and it mm-hmm. is like the best 15 minute not even 15 minutes it took like 10 minutes for like the best roasted potatoes and because they're small it's like a very low prep time because it's not like yeah it. oh I couldn't recommend it enough.
0: Yum. Um, the next one is one of their like pre-made salads. Um, And it's the broccoli and kale slaw. I had like a four-month span where I would bring this to campus every day for my lunch. Um, And it has a really nice, I think it's like a creamy sesame dressing. Mm -hmm. And it actually has some dried berries in it too. So like craisins and dried cherries and things like that. And it really reminds me of like, it would be a really good barbecue salad. Like it just seems like something that would go really well in like a backyard grill situation. But it's really good on its own. And I love kale. So it's like a very hearty salad. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not the biggest kale fan. It's starting to grow on me, so maybe I should try this, but kale kind of scares me sometimes. I hear you <laughs> have to like massage it in order for it to taste Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my next suggestion is the lemon basil pasta salad. It comes in like a little tin. It's like bow tie pasta, peas, zucchini, uh basil leaves that are like chopped up nice and fine and it comes with a little lemon wedge yeah you squeeze that and it has some sort of like lemon vinaigrette I've had this. on it it's so it's like the perfect lunch thing because you just throw it in a tupperware and it's ready to go
0: um I feel like it might have capers right Am I making that up I don't know it might have capers I honestly yeah. I
1: haven't had this in a long time because like I said it's like in my mind it's a go-to like lunch for work yeah i haven't been working but yeah
0: especially not in person <laughs> yeah exactly um but. yeah no i've had that it's really good um i mm-hmm. love all their like cold like pre-made um pre-packed like salads and stuff yeah for
1: sure
0: um the next two you might not consider produce but like in trader joe's they keep them near the produce section so we figured mm-hmm. we'd put them here um the first is the soy chorizo even if you're not a vegetarian i would highly recommend trying it Um, It comes in, like, a, like, sausage-looking packaging, but it falls apart, like, instantly. Like, I don't know how they expect anyone to, like, cook it and let it stay together. It's not, like, a grillable sausage situation. It's, like, it just turns into, like, crumbles really easily. So that's how I'd recommend eating it. And I really like it um, in, like, a taco salad or I would, like, pre-make a ton of, like, burrito bowl um, ingredients. Um, When I was at school, I would, like, meal prep that. So it's really easy. You just basically have to heat it up. Um, and yeah, I think it's really good. Even if you're not veg, give it a try. I
1: shamefully have not tried the soy chorizo, which I feel like is so weird as a Trader Joe's vegetarian fan. Um, I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how to like use it, but I like the idea of a taco salad. I'll never say yeah. a taco salad. It so looks intimidating
0: it. in its packaging. Yeah, yeah. but don't be I afraid. Be,
1: okay, I
0: will <laughs> You just gotta crumble it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll crumble it. I'll heat it up. I'll make a good taco salad. Um, So my next one and the last one to round out the produce is the teriyaki marinated tofu. So I know if you're not a vegetarian, tofu is probably a scary word to you, but it's okay. What I like about the marinated tofu is, number one, it's already pressed, which Mm -hmm. people who eat tofu, you know that pressing is key. If it's not pressed, it's not good. And then it's marinated in in this case, teriyaki sauce, so it already has, like, all the flavor fused into it, and then my favorite way to cook it is just with the teriyaki sauce on it, I take a little nutritional yeast. Um, I'm sure you could do it with, like, a pinch of, like, flour or some other seasoning if you're not a nutritional yeast fan, and I coat it very lightly in that, and I put it in my air fryer, and what the nutritional yeast does is kind of acts like that flour that gets nice and crispy on the outside um, so that it's not just, like, Washi tofu because no one likes that and yeah it's perfect for like stir fries and
0: um I'm trying to think of what else stir fries basically it's good yeah for stir um I also feel like you could this is maybe weird to some people but if you take like the whole block you could slice it like horizontally and use it in like a sandwich I yeah. have had some like that um I actually prefer the sriracha marinated tofu I don't know if you've tried that
1: I haven't tried that one. No. I should though, because I love spicy food.
0: Yeah, I, I just I'm not a huge teriyaki flavor person okay. lately. So I just like the sriracha one better, but they they're both good. And yeah, the key is that it's already pressed. Makes it so much easier and quicker. Um so our next category is bakery, and I'm really surprised we only have one um nomination for this category. I have uh, like an honorable mention. But... Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I feel like we're both like big, like carb girls. Like I'm just (laughs) surprised. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think like everything that I've had there is good. Like the bagels are like good, but they're not like call out far beyond all other bagels good. Um, but what I do think is really notable is the San Francisco sourdough. I think it's called the San Francisco multi-green sourdough.
1: Um,
0: and it's just like a really nice loaf, really good flavor. Um, not much more to say than that. If you like sourdough, you'll like it. Yeah,
1: no, I, I second this completely. And I agree. I was going to say, um, I like their everything bagels. But again, it's kind of like, if I ended up with another grocery store's bagels, like it's not, I'm not going out of my way to get Trader Joe's bagels. Right. Um, I have heard, and I guess this counts towards bakery, that their vegan banana bread is really good. I just haven't had the chance to try it. You um, all
0: know you've been making your own banana bread, so what's the yeah, point? Yeah, I've
1: been shopping <laughs> up my own banana bread that I haven't had to, you know, venture into a store-bought one. But once I run out of bananas, I will,
0: I will purchase it, and I will update everyone on how it is because I've heard good things. All right, all right. So um. moving on real quick to our next section. It's the refrigerated section. So I guess we're kind of referring to, like, where there would be like dairy products and like guac, like that mm-hmm. that whole area. So yeah. you want to kick it off. Sure.
1: So this is a beloved, um, some may say, occult classic at Trader Joe's, and it is the vegan kale pesto. Now, so good. I don't know about y'all, but pesto is my preferred pasta sauce. Me and tomatoes aren't a thing. We don't like each other. <laughs> um, Alfredo, she's fine. She's heavy. You know, mm-hmm. you never feel good about yourself after you ate alfredo pesto however flavorful but like not heavy you know what I mean? it's just it's perfect it's the perfect balance of everything um and this version is vegan and it tastes just like normal pesto and it's not harming any animals in the process i don't know what more you could ask for and it has kale Yes, exactly. So a little health boost because I know pesto isn't necessarily like the healthiest thing. Just because it's green, yeah. I mean it's healthy.
0: And you don't really like kale, but you like it, so. But I do like it, so there you go. I got to branch out with my kale. I've actually DIY'd this exact recipe, um, so if anyone's interested, let me know. I can uh, tell you how to make it, but yeah, just like in a NutriBullet. So, nice. but it's really good. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I wanted to bring up is just all like cheese board charcuterie board supplies um Trader Joe's is my go to for making a cheese board um so I really love their brie I think they have like the french french cream brie so good manchego so good literally just like everything you would want to make a cheese board like cheeses that you've never even heard of like phenomenal um so if you have like an event they're going to I made like a really beautiful spread for a work party towards the end of last year, like a Christmas work party. And I got rosemary sprigs also at Trader Joe's and I like sprinkled them around and it made it really festive. So one-stop shop, I'm telling you for your charcuterie.
1: Yeah. I remember you made uh,
0: a mini charcuterie
1: board for your birthday party with Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's cheese. And that was a little fig butter on the side or fig jam on the side. You need the,
0: (laughs) that's a good point. You need the fig butter.
1: Yeah. With the brie on the Mm -hmm. cracker sensational truly (laughs) um so my last little suggestion for the refrigerated section is the chocolate hummus now i know this is a bit controversial and that some people may not see the value of a chocolate hummus but i am not one of those people i think chocolate hummus is a revolution in and of
0: itself it's so good i've had it once um, I think I needed to try it in a couple different ways because I had it with strawberries, which would be, like, a pretty good use case, but I just don't really even like chocolate-covered strawberries, so it just, like, wasn't a smart, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What what else would you suggest having it with? Like, is it good on, um, like, bread or is that weird?
1: I've never tried it on bread. I've done strawberries or various other fruits, um, and pretzels is another good oh, one yeah. for, like, a sweet, salty, or even, like, a pita chip.
0: Okay. In that sense. Um, I think I was like forcing the fruit and it just wasn't, wasn't meshing for me. So maybe I'll try the pretzels. pretzels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like the perfect sweet and salty snack and you feel like a little bit better. Oh yeah. It.
0: You're like, it's your protein.
1: Yeah. (laughs) garbanzo beans. They're helping you.
0: (laughs) All right. So now we're moving into the fan favorite category, the frozen aisle. Um, So I'll start out with the vegetable pad thai. Which is just mm, iconic. Yes, yes. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. Um, and it's like a little single serving situation. You just pop her in the microwave. Five minutes, she's ready. Lots of sprouts. It's just, you, you can't beat it. Every time I go, I buy like four because I know I'm going to get through them so fast.
1: Yeah, I wholeheartedly second this. Um, one thing I will say is it's a bit too many sprouts.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. Me. They yeah. put a
1: lot in. Now, they do put them all on the bottom. So it's really easy to just, like, take your preferred amount of sprouts and move on with your day. Um, but I almost wish they put a little more tofu and a little less sprouts. With that being said, I'm still buying it time and time again. So it's a little spicy. So be aware yeah, of
0: a little bit of a kick.
1: ...spice intolerant. But I love it. It's perfect.
0: So good. Um,
1: mine is another uh fan favorite it is the cauliflower gnocchi now i want to make it perfectly clear
0: do not follow the directions
1: (laughs) take the directions and put them in the trash they're useless they're so i don't know who wrote them i don't know who wrote them they should be completely fired because they were so Uh, truly no my preferred way is in the air fryer you're gonna learn from this episode me and my air fryer are the best of (laughs) friends Um, It just gets them perfectly crispy without them getting soggy at all. And, yeah, they're phenomenal.
0: Because I don't have an air fryer, I haven't been able to enjoy cauliflower gnocchi to, like, their greatest extent. Because the only way I've really had them is the way that it says on the packaging, which just comes out, like, so mushy. Um, But I imagine some crispy cauliflower gnocchi with the kale pesto, or the vegan kale pesto.
1: Iconic. I mean... What more could you ask for, truly?
0: Truly nothing, I yeah, honestly. I couldn't ask for anything more. So the next one is kind of weird. I guess I could have put it in the sweets category, but it's, like, with all of the frozen stuff. So I thought I'd keep it here in case you're, like, looking in the aisles. Um, but it's the mango spring rolls. Have you tried these, Kylie? I have tried these. Yeah, they're so they're, like, they're kind of interesting. They are they look like a normal, like, spring roll or, like, egg roll. Like, they have that that shell. Mm -hmm. and inside it's only white rice and mango so and sweetened I'm assuming um but it's so good it's really simple it's like I don't know I kind of have it at like weird times where like I haven't quite had a meal but I want something sweet but like I don't really deserve dessert you know it's like a good (laughs)
1: deserve dessert
0: (laughs) yeah you know so it's it's a pretty interesting one it's really hit or miss, like. I know my boyfriend like literally hates these and my dad loves them. So I don't know. Take your pick. But they're worth they're, they're worth the try. It's like three bucks. So
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're really good. They definitely are like an, in- I feel like they're a food you have to be in the mood for.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like you
1: have to, you won't just like randomly be like, I'll just settle for a mango spring roll. Like,
0: yeah, it's like an them. event. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So my next one is a breakfast one. Breakfast food is very um, near and dear to my heart. And it is the egg frittatas with Swiss cheese and cauliflower. I think that's what they're like called verbatim. And if you are a frittata gal, these are phenomenal. First of all, cauliflower. We love a veggie in the morning. You know, get in your veggies at the start of the day. I don't know how much cauliflower (laughs) is really enough. You (laughs) sort of take that seriously. Um, I Swiss cheese, I've been very vocal about this. Swiss cheese is my favorite cheese. Which I really? think is an unpopular opinion. Actually, no, I know it's an unpopular I like opinion. I you haven't
0: been that vocal about it because I didn't know that. Oh, really? No. Okay, well,
1: I've been vocal about it to my roommates at the very least. Okay. They know. <laughs> um, so then let me make this announcement. My favorite cheese is Swiss cheese. Okay, let it be known. And so the amount of Swiss in this is literally perfect. Like, so perfect. And I love it. And then it has, like, chives in it, too, so it gives that nice, like, oniony mm. flavor to them. And because they're pre-cooked, and then you're just technically, like, heating them up because they're frozen, they're nice and, like, crispy on that mm. side. And, yeah, I just – I really want to – they'd be so easy to recreate at home. That's a side note, and I really want to recreate them because they are a little higher in sodium than I would prefer. But they're so yeah.
0: good. I actually haven't tried this or like in general that many Trader Joe's breakfast items. I think because I'm like very strictly set in my breakfast ways. Like I do not <laughs> I do not stray from the avocado toast very often. So I get me the San Francisco sourdough, the teeny tiny avos and an egg. Boom. Um however, I should venture out. Like for a nice brunch, it would be worth it. Like if you're going to host a brunch. So my next thing is pretty straightforward. It's scallion pancakes. If you've ordered a scallion pancake at a given Asian fusion restaurant pretty much how they come out um but you get four in a pack and I like them to like supplement other things because I find like if I get any Trader Joe's dumplings or anything like that I'll find that I like run out with not enough to make it a full meal I'll have like three left and so if you supplement it with a scallion pancake it really does the job
1: I have actually never had the Trader Joe's scallion pancakes but scallion pancakes are like my favorite thing to order yeah
0: they'd be really good in the air fryer oh
1: they would be really good. A little coconut amino to dip it mm.
0: in.
1: Not to we'll get ahead my of myself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Spoiler alert.
1: But so, my next one. So, the name of it is just going to sound so terrible that I need you to stay with me. <laughs> it's the chickenless mandarin orange morsels. I think that's what they're actually called. Now, take the word morsels, throw it away. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but what they are essentially like vegetarian chicken nuggets.
0: i don't uh, think i've ever seen these oh
1: whoa my roommate emily is gonna be
0: (laughs) i'm like i can't believe i've never i think okay are they like next to the orange chicken i think so yeah yeah see i just always skip that because there's always people standing near it because that's like that's like a meat eaters cult favorite of trader joe's so like i just skip that right over i don't even look okay you gotta
1: get in line for the morsels yeah um if i'm gonna be completely honest i throw the mandarin orange sauce away Mm. I don't like oranges. Oh, okay. I've made this known. And yeah. that sauce particularly is very orangey to me. So it's not my favorite. But the chicken that comes inside of it is like one of my favorite mock meat chickens that I've ever tried. Wow, Again I cannot believe. Throw them in the air fryer and you
0: have chicken nuggets. They're so good. All right. This is top it's my t- list for next time.
1: Yeah. Try it with the sauce. The sauce isn't terrible, but I find myself 99% of the time just being like, I want to use this chicken in another facet, and not with the sauce. But I think if you like orange or orange chicken in general, you'll probably enjoy the sauce. So it's just amazing.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So this is kind of annoying because my next one is a seasonal thing, but I just had to include it because I literally live on this stuff from the months of September to December. Um, and it's the butternut squash mac and cheese. Oh my god! Like this might be one of my top favorite items that Trader Joe's carries in general. So good. If this was year round, I would be, probably be obese, um, <laughs> because it is just so good. And I don't even love like squash that much. Like if you handed me a squash, mm-hmm. I like wouldn't be that excited about it. But the butternut squash mac and cheese. Oh, like I I'm salivating. <laughs> like I don't know what to it t- like. It's so good. I just don't even know what else to say. Like you gotta run for it the second it comes out. Like. It's mm-hmm. so good.
1: Yeah, no, it is I'm I'm the same way. I'm not a big squash person. like I can kind of take it or leave it, but something about it just makes it so creamy.
0: It's so good. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I wish I'm like yeah, they should uh, just
1: make it full year.
0: Oh uh, yeah, can now. it be October yeah. already? like I'm ready, <laughs> which
1: <laughs> um, my last item for the frozen meals, or I guess frozen items is the high protein veggie burger. So I got into a little tiff with one of my roommates over this. I'm totally lying. It was not even a little bit of a tiff. It was just a disagreement. Um, <laughs> she doesn't like these. Um, and when I bought them, she was like, oh, like, those aren't that good. Like, I don't think you're going to like them. And I was like, okay, well, like, I'll try them. It's fine. And I, I really like them. They Number one, they have great macros. Like, they're very high protein and lower carb and like I don't remember exactly what like the fat is but it wasn't like oh my god this is a wicked high fat like mock meat thing because that's one of the issues that like mock meat can have is it can be a bit higher in fat so it's got good macros for like a veggie burger and I would say the one issue with it is it is one of the like mushier
0: veggie Mm. burgers so
1: anyone who's vegetarian knows sometimes you've come across a veggie burger that like kind of falls apart kind of like the trigo yeah um
0: harder to grill
1: yeah, so I find that cooking in my air fryer, again, take a shot every time I say air fryer and this
0: <laughs> episode just became a drinking fun game. Fun episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but it gets it ni- crispy enough on the outside so that you can like cut it up and um, have it not really fall apart on you. But I think it, I really like the taste of it. Maybe I'm just weird. I think that's what we're learning from this list is I'm kind of just a weird person, but it's fine.
0: And it's spelled H-I protein, like yeah. high protein. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my last frozen item is the meatless meatballs. I don't really feel like these are particularly like outstandingly unique. Like I think other stores probably have a similar equivalent if they carry mock meats, but I just like that they're easy to pick up at Trader Joe's along with the rest of my grocery run. Um, and it's really fun to make like zoodles with some sauce and the meatless meatballs. And like, it just makes pasta a little more exciting because I feel like sometimes vegetarian pastas can get a little monotonous with like the same veggies Mm -hmm. in them all the time so I just think they're fun yeah for sure we love a good meatless meatball all right I'm realizing how long this episode already is and we still have a lot of um categories to cover (laughs) so we gotta we gotta speed this (laughs) up um next up is seasonings the first one you already know everything but the bagel like need we say more
1: yeah legit it's perfect
0: it's just everything bagel seasoning and it goes well on like everything that's like the pun I guess (laughs) yeah
1: um I really love the coconut aminos which I talked about earlier and it's essentially I don't even know like what coconut aminos are or how it's made
0: (laughs) I I introduced them to you I think but I don't know either yeah but all I know is that it's a lower sodium
1: soy sauce alternative I don't really notice a difference between it and soy sauce so I use it in the same way that I would use soy sauce and
0: I feel like it's Almost a little like smokier tasting, like less salty, more smoky is the vibe, yeah. but they're really good. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um. Next is the vegan chickenless seasoning salt. Um, I've seen this in the Boston Trader Joe's that I go to. I have not seen this in the New Hampshire Trader Joe's, so I don't know if every Trader Joe's has it, but it's basically like ramen packet seasoning, but vegan. So it's really good to add to like any soup you make. But yeah, I like will add this to my ramen itself. And it'll be really good. And I, yeah, there's not a ton of use cases, but it's really tasty. So I, it's only like yeah. two bucks. So I would recommend picking it up.
1: Nice. Um, I added nutritional yeast on here. I wouldn't say that like Trader Joe's has a particularly outstanding nutritional yeast, but it's relatively cheap and it's easy to pick up. Um, and like I said, I my main use of it is to cover tofu, um, either pre-marinated or I'll marinate it myself in coconut aminos. Cover it in nutritional yeast and put it in my air fryer, and it gives it a nice, like, crispy outside. And then you can also use it in, um, like pasta dishes and things like that to give it a bit of a cheesier mm-hmm. taste. Um, yeah, I, I
0: should- like that. There's comes in the resealable bag. It's nice. Yes,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: Um, so my next one I've actually talked about on a prior episode, but I didn't know what it was called, so I thought I'd mention it again. Um, it's the furikake seasoning. So it's the Japanese one that I described like in an earlier episode. That has the seaweed and the salt and sesame. So um, it's really good on top of the scallion pancake or just like any Asian fusion type dishes would recommend.
1: Yes. And then my last one for seasonings, or I guess this is more of a sauce. um, It's the balsamic glaze. And balsamic glazes tend to be pretty expensive at normal grocery stores. And at Trader Joe's, I think it's like $5, which Mm. isn't too bad. Um and I'm a huge balsamic person. I think this is so good on like flatbread pizzas or even on like pasta with the vegan pesto and the cauliflower gnocchi. It's like ooh so good. Could yeah. not recommend enough.
0: All right, we're shifting into the snacks category. I'm excited. Kick it off.
1: So, one of my favorite snack combos from Trader Joe's are their lime seasoned tortilla chips. They'll, they come in like a white bag, I think. And the island salsa. So as I said earlier, Tomatoes and I are not friends. The island salsa is like pineapple, mangoes, and peppers, mm-hmm. I think. So it's a sweeter so. salsa. Um, and I really, really like it. If you like uh, fruit salsas and things like that, especially with the lime chips, it gives like a nice tartness. And for the summer months, it's a very like refreshing snack.
0: I would agree. Um, So my next one, I know Kylie does not agree with me. um, But I love seaweed. Like I'm a seaweed freak. I love seaweed salad. I love dried seaweed. I literally just like I would eat seaweed probably straight from the ocean. Um, And Trader Joe's has a couple types. They have like a teriyaki one, a wasabi one, and then um, just an original roasted seaweed snack. And I really appreciate the price because um at some other stores I've seen like one single pack of seaweed be like two something but Trader Joe's has a pack of six for like 350 or something like that so if you're into seaweed highly recommend I know I'm literally so weird but it's amazing (laughs) you're
1: honestly not because there was a phase at my work that everyone was obsessed with seaweed
0: it's just Um, a really good salty snack and it's like not that bad like calories wise it's like it's just if you have like a salty craving like seaweed or pickles like mm, chef's kiss
1: yeah, I, maybe I'll try it again because I haven't had it in a while, but I can't, just can't jump on board. I know. Um, so my all-time favorite snack, and honestly in the running for my all-time favorite thing from Trader Joe's, are, I believe they're actually called the rolled tortilla chips chili and lime flavored. And by that they mean their version of Takis. So anyone who's had a Taki knows how magical they are. But I argue that the Trader Joe's ones are even better because they're a slightly less spicy to me. Like Takis are really spicy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Painful. And I can honestly eat them all day. But most of my friends are like I have five and I'm in pain. Yeah. The Trader Joe's ones kick it back just a little bit so that you can like enjoy it while still getting like a nice spicy snack.
0: There's more lime involved, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I feel like that too. Also, the ingredients, these aren't like a healthy snack by any means, but the ingredients are a bit cleaner Mm -hmm. than Takis will be. But they are, if you haven't tried them, like, I highly, highly, highly recommend them.
0: Yeah, when I was making my Trader Joe's birthday trip to make my cheese board, I asked Kylie if she wanted anything, like, sort of referencing for the cheese board, and she specifically (laughs) requested these, so she's a big fan. They were
1: not for the cheese board, they were just for (laughs) my enjoyment.
0: Um the next my last snack um are the this is not the full name but i assume it's a pretty unique item it's like the truffle potato chips and it's interesting because i don't really love mushrooms for the most part so i'm interested that like this is so delicious um but ha- if anyone is familiar with boston if you're know, our boston listeners here the earls truffle fries earls is a restaurant in the prudential center and in assembly row um, they taste just like it, in my opinion. So Ooh. if you're missing earls, go for it. That's a that's a good tip.
1: Um, my last snack is the ABC bars, which I believe stands for almond butter and chocolate bars. Oh, really? Um, I made this discovery the last time I got them, and I felt so stupid. I was like, "Wow, I really couldn't have put that together." Uh, but they are exactly that. They're like a chocolate, uh, like almost like an oatmeally. Outside and they're stuffed with almond butter, mm. and they're just—they're so good. They're a good like sweet treat if you're just craving something sweet. Um, having those and they obviously aren't as bad as like a chocolate bar. I don't think they're necessarily like super healthy for you, but
0: are they with yeah. like the granola bars and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So now moving into our sweets and candy category. Um, I'm personally like a fruity candy person, so sorry if these don't interest you as much (laughs) if you're really into chocolate. Um, but my first one is the strawberry licorice and like moment of silence because they may have discontinued these. That's been the communication that I've received and I will actually like, I will write someone about this because I buy these every single time and I haven't seen them in a while. Um, but they're basically like Australian style licorice, like very thick and chewy, and they also have the same thing in black li- licorice, but that ain't Who likes it for black me. licorice? Some people do. I, I won't judge them. It's just not for me. But these might be discontinued. So just if you can find them, I will actually Venmo you to ship them to me. So <laughs> let me know.
1: Um, I never got the chance to try the strawberry licorice. So I really hope they aren't discontinued because so I really want to try them. Um, my first sweet suggestion are the mango, mango gummies if you like mango these things are phenomenal they're so good they're so good they do have gelatin in them which is a bit of a a sad thing Mm -hmm. I wish they were made with pectin but sometimes you just need the mango gummies
0: yeah I don't tend to be as careful when it comes to like sweets and broths and things like that just because it's like you gotta live I don't know come at me if you want but um that's just like my opinion um the next thing is sour Scandinavian swimmers. Um, I know, Kylie, you like the regular Scandinavian swimmers. I like both. Yeah. I just think
1: they both deserve a bit of uh, attention.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're not catching the drift, um, they're like knockoff Swedish fish. Although they're mm-hmm. really not because they have all sorts of flavors. Like, Swedish fish are only one flavor. So, yeah. I don't but know. they're just like chewy fish shaped candies and they're so good.
1: So, so And they good. come in a
0: huge bag. Like, I wish they came in, like, half the size because, like, if I get the whole bag, I'll eat it. But I would very well be fine with, like, only half.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. But, hey, just hide it on a high shelf so that you don't eat the I whole I know. Um, my last little sweets favorite, this is something that I get every single time I go to Trader Joe's, is, like, my checkout snack. And <laughs> the dark chocolate and sun butter cups, my friend Meg got me hooked onto these because they are vegan. My friend Meg is vegan. But they're exactly like they sound. They're like a Reese's, but it's dark chocolate with sun butter. So if you have a nut allergy, sis, go off. You can eat these, <laughs> And I think they're so good. I think they taste like a Reese's. And I like dark oh. chocolate, honestly, more than milk chocolate. So, yeah. And it's like a little uh, yellow package. They're like 99 cents. Treat yourself to a to a sun butter cup the next time you go to Trader Joe's.
0: Yeah, I haven't tried these. Um, I'm not huge on sun butter, but maybe I'll have to revisit it in the checkout aisle.
1: Yeah. Okay. For 99 cents, give it a whirl.
0: Yeah. My last sweet is the Hold the Cone little ice cream cones. So they're like basically tiny little, um, what are those called? Like, they have like a weird name. Let me think about this. Like the ice (laughs) cream cones that you would have when you were like little. Oh my God. Let me look this up drumsticks (laughs) oh (laughs) drumsticks so they're kind of like little tiny drumsticks um like Mm -hmm. really tiny like like the size of your finger probably yeah um but I like them because they're just like a little a little sweet snack and you can have two if you're feeling crazy but kind of lets you have portion control which I personally need um so yeah they're really good and they come in chocolate and vanilla but I get the vanilla nice nice Moving into a category that Kylie did not have anything to contribute to, sadly, (laughs) um, is the plants and flowers category. We all know I put this here. Um, (laughs) I am a huge plant lady, if that's not clear from prior episodes. So bear with me, please. Um, The first favorite is their eucalyptus. Okay, literally everyone can benefit from this. So buy their eucalyptus, put it on your shower with an elastic. It'll kind of dry out. You shower, the steam makes it a spa. I'm telling you. (laughs) it'll last like a week no it'll last like between your trader joe's trips it'll last and then you have like this beautiful dried eucalyptus that i use as decor i don't know maybe i'm weird but like (laughs) try it out people okay it it changed my life
1: okay um
0: next is the petite bouquets but bouquet um (laughs) zippity bouquet they're like five bucks or something they're just like little pretty bouquets and i think they're nice because they fit in like a mason jar and look really cute and quaint Um, and then the last thing is just all of their potted plants. Um, so they have a lot of nice plants. Um, I got my, um, fiddle leaf fig there, fun fact, but (laughs) you have to repot all of them. Even if they look like they have drainage, they don't, like, I don't understand. Like my fiddle leaf fig came in a pot that literally had like a tray underneath. So I was like, I just assumed I was like, oh yeah, that's gotta be draining. Come to find out. I went to repot it like six months later and there was no drainage hole. Like literally what? Anyway. Those are my plants. I'll, I'll, We can keep going now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm not educated enough in plants, but if you're looking for like cheap flowers, I think you're yeah. pretty known that Trader Joe's has really nice, cheap flowers. So check them out.
0: And then I was going to bring this up later, um, but they have really nice greeting cards too. So I'll yeah. always stop there like on my way to events and I'll get a card and flowers and they're like 99 cents and they're always really cute. So I'd recommend. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, we're moving into mm-hmm. the drinks. This is the non-alcoholic mm-hmm. drinks category. Yes.
1: Family friendly.
0: Um, yeah, this is PG or maybe even G. <laughs> Who knows? Um, the first is watermelon soda. You tried oh, well, this by my recommendation. What did you so think?
1: Good. So, yeah. So
0: good. Yeah, it's basically it's sparkling watermelon juice. It might be called yes. sparkling watermelon juice, not watermelon soda. Now that I'm thinking about it,
1: I think it might be called that. Yeah, but so they
0: come in like eight ounce cans, and it's like sixty calories, I think. And I just think they're like. I mean, I drink seltzer literally all day, so I just think they're a nice treat when you are tired of drinking just the seltzer water.
1: Yeah, um, they are a little high in sugar, but I don't think mm. they have any added sugar. I think it's just from
0: watermelon. The sugar. Watermelon. The water- <laughs> <the> watermelon.
1: <sugar. laughs> um. But yeah, these are so good, especially if you love like watermelon flavor things.
0: It'd be really good with a shot of vodka. It really would, but we're in the G
1: section. <laughs> um. To go off of that, all of their sparkling water, I mean, you can't really go wrong with the sparkling water, but my brother bought, brought up the good point that their sparkling and seltzer waters don't have that. You know how some seltzer waters have like an aftertaste? I think it's almost like a carbonation aftertaste that lingers. I didn't think of it until he brought it up and then I was like, I kind of know what he's talking about. Um, they don't have any of that like they Mm. it's just a very nice refreshing beverage i prefer sparkling water over regular water yeah every time so
0: they also have so they have like their regular sparkling water which like to be honest they don't have a ton of flavors i won't lie to you but they also have their um i forget what it's called but they basically have a seltzer that's like partially juice like with a splash i think it's called yeah um and they have like an orange flavor which kylie hates A cranberry Mm -hmm. one and a ginger lemon one. So those are also really good. good. Yeah. Um, Our last beverage is the cold brew concentrate. Um, And I will say this is a little pricier. It's like eight or $9 for the bottle, but it makes 12 servings of cold brew. So you use like one part cold brew concentrate, two parts water. Um, Mm -hmm. and I have been loving this because number one, it's easy. Like you come down the stairs in the morning as a zombie. No one wants to operate the Nespresso. Like just, just grab your cold brew concentrate, you know? (laughs) Um, and I do this with vanilla soy or vanilla almond milk and Mm -hmm. it just makes for like a nice experience. I feel like you tried this before I did.
1: Yeah. I, my roommates, uh, got me onto this and it's just, it's so good. I do, well, I do the coconut cold brew yeah um, the same thing no
0: different? so I've tried both the cold the coconut one is really good it just only comes in the smaller bottle it comes in like yeah. it comes in like a half size whereas the regular cold brew that does the 12 servings is like larger and more expensive but
1: yeah but either way I always do it one part cold brew one part water one part almond milk
0: mm-hmm. so that's
1: almost like a, a latte type an ice latte type of deal not really but yeah, it's so good in the morning. Everyone, I prefer iced coffee to hot coffee always. Yeah,
0: so. I can appreciate a hot coffee now and then, yeah. but in the summer, it's just a little hard to get down. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. We are entering the single most important category, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the alcohol category. Ooh. We've recently discussed the importance of the Trader Joe's wine and beer section um i actually just realized i want to put one more thing on here that came to mind um so i'll start with the shell shack seltzers so i they might have this other places but i've only ever seen it at trader joe's Um, but they're basically just hard seltzers and it comes in pomegranate lemon and raspberry and i just think they're a little better than like your average truly or white claw i just think they're a little more flavorful and they're cheaper so
1: Yeah, I still haven't tried these yet,
0: even though you've read them so many times. (gasps) What? Oh, my God, Kat, they're, like, all I drink.
1: Well, it's because the Trader Joe's near me at school didn't serve alcohol, and I haven't really been drinking in quarantine since being home and being back to a Trader Joe's that has alcohol, but I'll get get around to it, I promise. Um, My first suggestion is the Cranberry Seco, which I think is seasonal.
0: Um... I don't know. They always have the regular secco, but I don't know about the yeah. cranberry.
1: I uh, Well, the regular secco is good too, but the cranberry one is just like so good. Does it taste like juice? Yes. Am I right yeah. about that? No.
0: It's like um, 8%. It's not like a super heavy wine, but it's really yeah. good. And you wrote perfect for the holidays on here, and I agree. It's like a very nice yeah. Christmasy vibe. Exactly. So
1: if you are looking for a nice holiday beverage, definitely check it out.
0: So the next one is the Bluefin Riesling. Um, I will say my wine tastes have changed a little bit since I first got into this, but I do still think it's really good. Um, It's like less than $4 or less than $5. It's like four Mm -hmm. something. Um, And I think it is just divine, but it is a sweeter wine. So keep in mind, it's like, it's a nice like after dinner wine. I wouldn't really suggest to have with dinner, but it's really good.
1: Yeah, I agree. And for the price, you literally just can't beat it.
0: (laughs) Right. It's like you just got to grab it on your way out. Yeah, exactly. Um, The next one is the Simpler Wines Canned Rosé. So the Simpler Wines come in like four packs that are, I think, like 250 milliliters. Um, And I like them because it allows you to have a sparkling wine in a single serving. Because I feel like when you buy a bottled sparkling wine, you're just asking for it to go flat unless you drink the whole thing. Um and I really like this provides the opportunity to have like a single serving but still have it be very bubbly. Yeah, I agree. And they have it in other flavors. They also have a mango and peach and white. I find the mango and peach really really sweet, but the white and the rosé are good. Um and then the thing that I just thought to add, so I've only bought this once, um because the Trader Joe's in New Hampshire do not sell hard liquor. New Hampshire has like a weird socialist hard liquor store system, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, but the one in Boston that I go to does sell hard liquor, so I got their vodka one time. It was, like, a grape vodka, and it was, like, $10, and she did the job. I just thought I'd mention it. Um, if you're looking for, like, a cheap hard liquor that's not, like, brunettes, um, (laughs) I'd recommend. Never.
1: Never am I looking for brunettes.
0: Um, should we move into toiletries? Yes. So next we got toiletries, um... The first one I wanted to say is the Supreme Hydrating Eye Cream. Um, I haven't really dabbled all that much in, like, high-end eye creams because I'm still pretty young. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Still pretty youthful, some might say. But I'm trying to – I'm starting to be more responsible in that regard, so I thought I'd pick this up. Um, And I think it's pretty nice. I think it was, like, $8, and the ingredients are, like, decently clean. I did a little check on the, like, if you just search, like, clean beauty ingredients tool, there's, like, a thing that'll analyze. And Came out pretty good, so I'd recommend. I like it, nice. Um, I have mentioned
1: one of my next ones in a past episode as a favorite, but it's their, uh, shea butter and coconut oil hair mask is what it's called. Uh, so I recommend that, hundred percent. But they also have a matching hair, like serum. Yeah, that's supposed to help. You know, you put it on your hair either after the shower, or I think you can even put it on your hair when it's dry to help maintain like frizziness and flyaways and things like that and i also really like that um i find that it, sometimes serums like that can like make your hair look greasy and then you're like that's not what i wanted and this one really like doesn't i haven't had an issue i would say go lightly with any hair serum go lightly to make sure that doesn't look greasy but i never had any issues um putting it in my hair and even adding a little bit more where i see fit and having it make my hair look greasy and i think pairing it After you did the hair mask your hair looks silky smooth
0: this next thing I literally swear by this I have tried so many like high-end toners and I just find that they're rose water toner it's like in a nice little spray bottle um I just really like it it's very basic it does have fragrance but it's the last ingredient so I I let it slide (laughs) yeah so I like it as a toner Um, like during the night, during your like normal skincare routine. But I also love that it's in like a little spray bottle because I'll keep one in my purse and I can just spray like to refresh midday. And yeah, I really like it. And then I use the little spray bottles after to like mist my plants and stuff like that. So smart,
1: reduce, reuse, recycle. Uh, My last one is their spray on hand sanitizer, which is very uh, timely with everything going on. But it's like a, what is it? Grapefruit and lemon. Scented, yeah. I think first of all, hand spray on hand sanitizer, revolutionary
0: game key. changer. Mm-hmm. It
1: really is because I use it obviously on my hands, but sometimes I'll even like spray down my phone a little bit, like if I'm yeah, feeling like it needs a quick clean. A um, it smells really good, and I find it's not drying, which is nice because uh, it does. I think it has like aloe and um, I don't know other moisturizing ingredients in it.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. every time I go, like just because the situation is so weird right now like every time I go I'll pick up like two more Mm -hmm. um and I will say like Trader Joe's was the first place that I saw to have like easily accessible hand sanitizer when all of this was like at its peak they always had it in stock so
1: yep I agree
0: um this is our final category which we just called other um I don't think Kylie had anything to say about this category
1: yeah I was saying to Anya before we recorded that I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't <laughs> ventured into, um, more of their, I guess, like lifestyle, like
0: <laughs> homeware. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like that section. So it's definitely what I need to check out the next time I go.
0: Yeah. But I just figured I'd bring these up real quick. Um, I get their seasonal candles. They come out with usually two cents every season. Um, and they're pretty small candles, Like, I think the burn time on them is probably, like, 10 hours total, but I really like them just because they're, like, little tins and fun to, like, sample out a new candle. They're, like, three bucks maybe, so I just like to try them every season, and I love candles, so. Um, The next thing is their dryer balls, so, like, I'm sure you could get these other places, but um, at Trader Joe's, they have these, like, wool dryer balls, and it just lets, it replaces, like, static sheets, basically. Um, and I really like using these because I'll put a few drops of essential oil on them and it'll last a couple of cycles and your clothes will come out smelling nice you're saving the um, planet yeah and my roommates and I shared this I don't know if that's like weird I don't know if other people would find that weird but I just thought it was nice because yeah. none of us had to buy dryer balls yeah
1: because your laundry's already clean by the time it goes in the dryer so
0: true touche um the next thing I actually have a kind of a story about this is they're like lavender satchels so this is also like near the all the laundry stuff and they're basically just like little looks like almost like little tea bags but full of lavender and they smell really strongly and you toss them in your dryer and it can last a couple cycles and I think they warn you on the packaging how many cycles they can last like pretty exactly and for the longest time I was just using the same one because I was like oh she's surviving like it's fine and then it happened. It exploded in my dryer. Oh no! Yeah, and I I think I've only told one roommate so far because I like literally <laughs> vacuumed inside of our dryer like it was a time. Um. So yeah, hey hey guys. Uh can you find <laughs> any like little pieces of lavender on your clothes, like a couple months later, it's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so be careful about that. But I really like them, and they do leave like a nice lavender scent on your clothes. And the whole idea is that like you'll use it a given amount of times in the dryer and then you can open it and sprinkle it on your carpet and vacuum it up. So it smells nice. Oh. Yeah. They write that on the packaging, but I don't have any carpet. So I was like, I'll just reuse this forever. And then, you know, don't do that. Um, <laughs> the very last thing on this list, you know what? You love it. Laundry detergent. Um, I really like it because it has a very light scent and it's like very lightly lavender. So it pairs well with those satchels and the dryer balls. So, you know, you need it anyway, you might as well grab it at Trader Joe's, am I right? Exactly. Well,
1: and that's one thing I'll say. I know I'm not, you know, educated in the other category, but um, Trader Joe's literally has, like, every staple that you can think of for the most part, and their prices are so good that it's like, if you're running out of dish soap, detergent, need some dryer balls, you can pick it up at Trader Joe's. Such
0: a versatile Yeah, they even challenge. have, like, pet food, like, literally everything. Yeah,
1: literally everything.
0: So that's our that's our list of Trader Joe's favorites. Our yeah. Trader Joe's episode would be over an hour. Like, this is <laughs> insane.
1: I know. I can't believe that we actually spent this long talking. But, I mean, if you don't feel equipped and ready to go to a Trader Joe's, I don't know what will make you feel equipped and ready to go.
0: I will also plug, um, I follow a couple Trader Joe's Instagrams. So mm-hmm. I would also recommend doing that. Try to find some that are local to you because – Um, I follow a couple that are in California and they get stuff a lot earlier because I think the Trader Joe's headquarters is in California. So so it's kind of nice to like see what's coming, but at the same time disappointing when they post something really cool and you don't get it for a couple months. Um, So try to find some like local Trader Joe's accounts to you, but they're out there and they're hype. Yeah, for sure. That concludes this episode. Um, This was like kind of a weird specialty one, but if you like stuff like this, let us know. Yeah, we could honestly
1: talk about Trader Joe's uh, till the end of time. So if you yeah. want to hear it, we are more than happy <laughs> to we can do like
0: it. a periodic like favorite updates for yeah, Trader Joe's products, recipes. We're yeah. willing. <laughs> oh, we're willing. We're ready. <laughs> um, but as always, follow our Instagram at Two Degrees Hotter. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Leave us um, some feedback in our anonymous suggestion box. We're yeah, still
1: keeping up with the Black Lives Matter movement. We still have resources on our Instagram um, mm-hmm. and a link in our link tree to ways to to help, so feel free to check that out as well. All right,
0: guys. All right. We will talk to you next week next Tuesday. See you there. <laughs> same time, same place. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys.
1: Bye. Bye.